Okay, I've got a story for you about my past. <clears throat> it's called Another Time. Most children today can't imagine being without their tablets. But when I was a child, there were no internet, computers, mobile phones or TV. There was no modern technology at all. We had to make up our own entertainment, which we did easily, playing outside until it was dark in all kinds of weather. And this was perfectly normal. Stranger danger was still there, but we were told not to talk to strangers, no matter how nice they were, and we did obey this rule. Back then, parents were stricter and believed in the proverb about punishment, where it says, spare the rod and spoil the child. Thankfully, not all parents were strict, and I was one of the lucky girls, or was I, as I don't remember ever being smacked. I think a bit of guidance would have gone amiss, not have gone amiss. If we wanted to use a toilet, we had to go outside to a small shed in the backyard. This tiny room held a large container with a wooden seat on top of it. My mother used to call it the throne room, and sometimes, depending on whose house you were visiting, the toilet might be dressed up real classy with wood-stained seats and other fancy bits. This has added some kind of charm to the otherwise horrible place. However, when it comes to toilet paper, well, this was usually squares of newspaper stuck on a nail on the wall. The newspaper scratched our bottoms, and if we had upset stomach, it became truly painful. When this happened, good old Vaseline would calm things down. The shed often has spiders and such like hiding in the corners. And as the only light was either from oil lamp or torch, it could be scary, especially at night. It's, and if you had an active imagination, that's even worse. The waste had to be emptied each week, and I can remember the toilet men carrying the containers out on their shoulders and putting them on the backs of large trucks equipped for the job. In Australia, they were called the dunny men. Baths were a luxury, and only the wealthy owned them. The rest of us had to use tin tubs. The water had to be boiled on the stove until the temperature was right, and as it took a long time, it was much easier to just have a stripped-down wash at the sink. There was often a large bowl in the laundry where mothers would boil our clothes. I have written about this in my memoir. When I was very young, my mother used to use ration books and buy, to buy food. The English government had issued these in the Second World War to ensure that all its citizens could buy certain foods like bread and milk and clothes without too much hardship. This ended in 1954, and because these were the years I was growing up, I can still remember the little green book, even if it's a vague memory. Um, yeah, there were no supermarkets back then, not that I remember anyhow. There was a wall was opened a store to sell stationery and other bits and pieces in our town of Chesham, but this wasn't until about 1957. When we arrived in Australia in 1966, the supermarkets were just large stores and hadn't taken over the tiny grocery shops. There is more to tell, but I shall leave that for another day. Grace Lee.